Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox. That's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We've got an email here from Alicia. Hi, Ben and Nathan, exclamation point. I'm just starting my journey into studying for the LSAT and have religiously been listening to your podcast, LOL. My question has to do with online degrees. You guys mentioned that GPA and LSAT scores are what law schools look at the most, but how would that work with a pass-fail online degree? Okay, producer Eric says, LSAC says that passing grades from pass-fail systems will be excluded from their GPA conversion and reported separately as, quote, unconverted credits. Fails would still negatively affect your LSAC GPA. Wow, so a fail is like an F and a pass is a... It's it's credits, but it's not not a not yeah. a grade. Okay. So pass fail only hurts you. Really. You can only fail. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Alicia continues. I made sure the college was a regionally accredited. Sorry, was regionally accredited, but I'd like to hear of any experience you or any of your listeners have had. I have about 48 credits from an in-person college and ended with a 3.8 GPA between 2017 and 2020 with no degree. I am now planning on going back and finishing that bachelor's degree through an online school. Any input or advice would be great. Well, first of all, don't fail any of your classes in the online program. Yeah. Um, Otherwise, it sounds like you'll end up with a 3.8 or something close to that after conversion. Producer Eric says... LSAC says no cumulative GPA will be calculated if an applicant has received their undergraduate degree from a U.S. or Canadian institution that does not issue grades and credits, only narratives, and has also completed less than 60 graded credits of other U.S. or Canadian undergraduate level work prior to the awarding of the U.S. Canadian degree. I should say fewer. Well, but this school doesn't give narratives. This school gives pass, no pass. So they don't give grades, but they also don't give narratives. So I'm not sure that applies. Okay, so there's a risk here, though, that you could not get a cumulative GPA calculated, right? If for some reason this institution doesn't qualify. If it does, okay, well, then if it does, you'll probably end up with a 3.8-ish. We have a link here to an LSAC page on transcript summarization Um, you can find all this information at LSAC.org and it would be real good practice, Alicia, for someone who wants to be a lawyer someday to, uh, dig through this document and see what, uh, you know, how it applies actually to you, whatever you're going to do, you know, get good grades, like don't fail anything. If they're giving you grades, get A's. If they're not giving you grades, if it's just pass, no pass, then make sure you don't fail anything. I, I don't think you maybe you probably shouldn't even be studying for the LSAT right now. That's a good point. Forgot about that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we do grades first, then LSAT, then applications. Then we make our decision. We do not do it the other way around. <laughs> we don't decide yeah. first. We don't start working on the LSAT when we don't yet have our grades sorted out. I mean, it is possible that you can go to school and study LSAT at the same time. But if you are, you need to be getting straight A's. Or I guess in your case, Alicia, maybe straight passes would be fine if they're really just pass, no pass. But um, don't let LSAT interfere with your grades. If if there's a chance that you're going to get a B because of your LSAT studying, do not study for the LSAT. If if it turns out that you don't have a cumulative GPA at all, that would be a little bit of a bummer because you've got 
48 credits of a 3.8, which is pretty, pretty good. If there's a way that you could graduate with a 3.8 or 3.9, that would be kind of nice. If it, if it, if it turns out though, that you have no GPA, then you just, you're really going to rely on the LSAT. Sure. And that can be good for some people like, you know, me, I wish I would have not had a GPA because <laughs> yeah. a 2.5 was not doing me any favors. So, you know, for me, I could have just been a hundred percent LSAT applicant and looked great on paper. Yeah. So for Alicia, that would be good for any school that has a higher median than 3.8 ish, whatever she ends up with. Right. Like if you think you're going to get into the top 14, you know, where the medians are like 3.9 or 3.95 or what is it at Yale? 3.97 or nine. Crazy. Well, yeah. yeah. 75th is nine, nine. Yeah. 3.99 75th percentile at Yale. Yeah. So there you'd be like, well, you, I already have low grades, so I hope I don't get a cumulative GPA. Of course, mm -hmm. you would then need your 175 plus to make you a viable candidate at Yale. Hmm. Lots to think about. You want to wrap it up for Alicia? Yeah. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.